Welcome to Happiness and Inside Job. This is episode 48, Dropping Expectations, and I'm your host, Connie Atkinson. Happiness and Inside Job is the go-to resource for Christian parents wanting to effectively communicate with teenage and young adult children utilizing powerful life coaching skills. What if I told you your children don't need to change anything in order for you to have a fulfilling relationship with them? You can change everything about your relationships with others by merely changing the way you think about them. Imagine the power you find when you stop depending on others for change and you create the change. Suddenly, you stop being the victim and you become the hero of your life. Welcome back, my friends. Thank you so much for joining me each week. And apparently, y'all really loved the last episode because a lot of you listened and a lot of you sent me feedback. So we'll have to have a follow-up with my sister. She really did have some great advice, and I I know that a lot of people benefited from that. So I got to tell you what I've been doing since our last podcast. My husband and I took a quick trip to see my daughter and her family because, you know, my oldest granddaughter had her first dance recital when we just had to be there. And I have to tell you, it was absolutely worth it. Family is my everything. It's really fun for me to watch my children being parents. For those of you who are grandparents out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Not only is it fun to watch my kids parent, it's also really fun to sit back and not be in charge. Now, my daughter and her family, they did an early Christmas around Thanksgiving time with her in-laws because they'll be with us this Christmas. Now, my daughter is a really cute mom who puts a lot of effort into raising her kids, and she was a little bit disappointed in the reactions that they gave as they opened each gift. So she has the expectation that this four-year-old, two-year-old, and one-year-old he's not even one, he's like 10 months, will be really excited when they open each gift. Now, sometimes they were really excited and gave a great reaction. And other times they're like, all right, where's the next one? So knowing she's got a little bit of time to prepare them before the next Christmas, she has decided to wrap a Christmas book each day, kind of a nativity countdown as they read a different Christmas book each day. But she wraps it a gift and they get to practice opening it and giving a reaction. So it's really awesome that she's planning ahead of time and she's teaching them. Now, my husband always loves a project and he especially loves projects that involve power tools. One thing he decided he wanted to do while he was at their house was he wanted to install a rock wall in their playroom. So he carefully engineered it with my son-in-law and spent his entire vacation installing this rock wall, complete with a climbing rope and pads at the bottom in case they fall. I mean, he put his whole heart and soul into this project. Now, interestingly enough, he expected them to just be so excited and climb all the way to the top. And yet Henry got a little ways up. He's like, ah, Pop-Pop, this is really hard. And Livy climbed a little bit. She went a little bit further and she's like, yeah, that was enough. So interestingly enough, my husband always sees the glass half full. He is very good at keeping a positive attitude. Now, my daughter, I think, was a little bit horrified that they didn't act a little bit more excited. My husband, on the other hand, he looked at those cute kids having fun on the wall, and he thought, that's perfect. I didn't make it so easy that they could master it in the first day. And this is going to give them 
hours of cooperation and fun and learning, learning that they can do hard things. So let's talk about that a little bit today. We're going to really dive into expectations. Sometimes in life coaching, we refer to this as the manual. Really, it's just a fancy way of saying we have expectations. So for example, if my daughter has an expectation that when her children open a gift, that they're going to be grateful and they're going to show gratitude and excitement before they move on to the next gift, it's perfectly fine for her to express that expectation, to teach them, to give them practice. That expectation only becomes a problem if her happiness, if whether or not she views Christmas as a success, if that is wrapped up in the expectation of the way that her children choose to behave when they open a gift. Life is pretty easy when people just follow our expectations. It's when they have their own ideas about how things should run that things can get a little messy. The truth is, the only person we have control over is ourselves. So if my daughter judges her success as a mother by her children's initial reaction as they open a gift, she stands to be disappointed. If instead she chooses to judge her success as a mother by how she showed up, by her ability to teach them and to show love to them, and then let them make their own choice. Now that's tricky. But when your success is measured by how you've shown up, you can win every time. You have control over you. On the other hand, if you're not going to be happy and have a good Christmas unless your kids perform well, you are a victim. And guess what, my friends? Every victim needs a villain. And you have just villainized your children because you can't be happy unless they look and act as cute as your friend's kids look on her Instagram account, right? Now the holidays are coming up and we've got lots of opportunities to get together as families, which we both love and hate at the same time. Now we may love to see our family, but if we spend time with our family, it may mean that we're obligated to spend time with our in-laws as well. And maybe that's not as fun for us. I hope you're one of those lucky few that loves your in-laws. All I know is I've been doing a lot of coaching on it lately. In any case, these holiday gatherings are the perfect laboratory for us to really explore our expectations and our actions and how we show up in stressful and tense situations. I reminded a client the other day, tense is in the F line. There is a thought that you are having that is creating that feeling. The situation itself is not creating that feeling of tension. It's how you think about that situation that's causing that feeling of tension. So if you don't like the way you feel, that is the first clue that you have that something needs to change, that you have thought work to get busy working on. Now, I really hope you're in ThoughtWorks because this month we're driving deep into relationships and our expectations and how those expectations are serving us. When we can truly reach a place where our emotional life is not tied to the actions of anyone else, but tied to our own behavior, our own thoughts, feelings, and actions, that's when we really have control. That is when we are holding the power. I found this quote by Byron Katie that I absolutely love and posted on my Instagram today. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, my name is Connie Coaching. So get on there and follow me for daily inspiration instead of just weekly podcasts. The quote I posted today reads, when they attack you and you notice that you love them with all your heart, 
your work is done. I love that. We have the power to choose love in any situation. No matter what anybody chooses to do or say, love is absolutely always an option. Not only is it an option, it's a really great option because love feels good. We get to feel that happiness and peace by choosing to love no matter what. Now let's go back to the incident of the rock wall for a second. What was the true measure of my husband's success? He could have very easily told himself the story, okay, I just spent a week of my vacation time building this rock wall and they don't even care about it more than 30 seconds of their time. Instead of thinking that, my husband's thought was much closer to something like, I love engineering opportunities to, for my grandkids to get off the couch, to be active, to be creative, and to build skill. Can you see how polarly opposite these thoughts are? In the first case, his measure of success was dependent upon their reaction. And in the second case, his success was determined by how he showed up as a grandpa, as a dad, and as a person. We can provide opportunities, but we will never have power over another person's feelings. It's their thoughts about our actions that create their feelings, not our actions. It's the moment when we truly understand and grasp that concept that we become emotionally free, that we take control over our own results in our lives. Okay, I started with some pretty simple and elementary examples. Let's talk about a few that get a little bit more painful, that kind of hit below the belt, if you know what I mean. Some of these thoughts might be things like, people should be kind to me. People should treat me respectfully. My husband should help with the kids. How about my spouse should help around the house a little bit? When I call a friend, they should call me back. When I text, they should text back. People should remember my birthday. When I give a gift, people should write a thank you note. My spouse should be on my side. Now, if you notice that you're a victim of unmet expectations, there is hope. There is a way out. First of all, just recognize it for what it is. Isn't it so interesting that we struggle to even control ourselves, and yet we wrap so much happiness into controlling everyone around us, or the thought that we should be able to control those people around us. So once we just recognize that we're miserable because of our thoughts, that we should be able to control people around us, let's just call it for what it is and take responsibility for our own thoughts, feelings, and actions. We're not miserable because of what someone else did or didn't do. We're miserable because of our thought that we should be able to control them, or our thought that in this situation, they should show up and do X, Y, and Z. And if they would just do that, then everything would be fine. One tool that I find especially powerful in situations where I know I've got something coming up, where I'm going to be spending time with a potentially tricky person. Now, I understand that I, this person is tricky for me because of my thoughts about them. But knowing that, I decide ahead of time who I want to be. Number one, I ask myself, how do I want to feel during this interaction? More times than not, the feeling that I'm going for is love, unconditional love or peace. Now, 
if I'm truly going to feel unconditional love towards this person who might not even say nice things to me, it may be that I go to greet them and they reject my greeting. It's okay. Let them show up how they're going to show up because I'm going to focus on me and make sure that I'm okay with how I show up. So if my circumstance is family party and the feeling I'm going for is unconditional love, what if, what if I refer back to this Byron Katie quote, when they attack you and you notice that you love them with all your heart, your work is done. So I want to truly believe that I can love anyone with all my heart. So how do I show up when I'm feeling love and can love even the prickliest of people? Now, I don't know how this might look for you, but for me, I'm not going to just avoid that person. I'm going to seek out conversation and try to learn what's going on in their life. What is their greatest victory and their greatest challenge? The interesting thing is, is when I honestly am seeking to show genuine love to other people, no matter how they treat me, what I'm actually doing is showing genuine love to myself because at the end of the day, I get to look myself in the mirror proud of the way I have shown up. All right, my friends, the key to surviving the holidays and interactions with people who in the past haven't always been your favorite is to first notice what expectations you hold for these people. How do you show up? How do you treat them? And what results are your thoughts creating in your life? If you're not showing up as the person that you want to be, Decide ahead of time before you ever leave your house or before those people ever come to your house. Decide ahead of time who you want to be, what feeling you want to have while you're with them, and find that thought that you can truly believe that will drive the actions and create the results that you want to be in your life. My friends, you are not victims of circumstance. Your family and friends are not the villains. And we have power to change any situation, not by manipulating other people, but by choosing thoughts that will create the results that we want in our lives. And my friends, if you are not in ThoughtWorks, head on over to www.happiness-andinsidejob.com. Go to ThoughtWorks and join now. This is a golden opportunity to really apply these principles in your life and make these changes come to life.